Interior, nightclub, night. Lauren's on stage sitting on a stool in front of a red curtain, singing into a handheld microphone. Beside him is an upright piano with a drink and a smoking ashtray sitting on top. Blue light shines on him, singing. Memories like the corner of my mind. Audience claps. Misty watercolored memories. I don't know how this part goes. Of the way, way we, we were. Talking. Ah, youth. Is there anything more magical? A time of first loves, great discoveries. Let's face it, youth is it. It's a national obsession, crazy cats. But somewhere, people all forget what a mess youth is. It's a time of magic, all right. And there's nothing more unreliable or annoying than magic. Let me tell you a little story. It starts with a kid. Cut to exterior random alley in Los Angeles, night. Connor's walking down the street while angry metal music plays. Bam, cha, bam, cha, bam. He's flashing back to memories of him and Cordelia together. Bam, cha, bam. Lying in bed together. Bam, cha, bam. His hand on her breast. Bam, cha, bam. Hugging each other. Bam, cha, bam. Kissing. Bam. Connor seems angry. The picture freeze frames. No, actually, it really starts here. Cut to exterior garden at hotel. Angel investigation night. Angel and Cordelia are talking while sitting on the edge of a pond. Were we in love? Hmm? Were we? What? In love. With each other? Mister, if you start giving me the runaround... I'm not. Sam. I'm not. Then tell me the truth! I don't know. You don't know? Well, I'm not sure. Now, I think that's the sort of thing I'd remember. Hey, maybe you wrote it down somewhere. A note on the fridge, maybe? I had feelings for you and thought that maybe you... But you never told me. You asked me to meet you, to talk, and I never saw you again. And you think I wanted to meet you to tell you I was in love with you? I really don't think you're ready to be dealing with. Or maybe I was going to tell you to back off, buddy. Stance walks toward him. <laughs> maybe you were coming on too strong, harassing me in the workplace. Maybe I had a red-hot restraining order in my mitts. In his face. You ever think of that? I was never. In the workplace, I... Well, there was that one time with the, the ballet and the stripping and the roundness, but that was a spell. And we were meeting in Malibu on the bluffs at night. That's a pretty romantic restraining order. Don't yell at me. You're yelling at me. Turns her back to you. I'm not. See, this is why I don't want to answer questions I don't have the answers for. Cordy rolls her eyes. All I know is that you are my dearest friend. And I hope that... I just... I want that back. That much at least. Guys. You have no idea how much this is killing me. Sits by mom. <laughs> I know my ABCs, my history. I know who president who's president and that I sort of wish I didn't. I know the name of every shoe store in Beverly Center, but I don't. Sigh, starts to cry. I don't even recognize the sound of my own name. We'll get you back, no matter what, sits beside her. I promise you, we will get you back. Walks into the garden. What's all this wee pale face? I'm the one out there doing all the legwork. Well, it's really more lap work, because guess what just fell into it? Lauren's holding an opaque ceramic bottle with a cork in the top. What? A memory spell, provided by one of my clients, that is guaranteed to bring our Cordy back to the way she was. Guaranteed? No pain, no side effects. I'm telling you, swingers, there's no way this can fail. Cut to interior nightclub, night. Resume narration. Lauren's talking into a microphone, spotlighted in blue light, sitting on a stage in front of red curtain. Various background sounds come from the audience. So, I'm an idiot. What are you, perfect? Fade to black. We did did it! Four minutes. <laughs> Holy. Um, if you're still listening, thank you. Yeah, I mean, thank you for 
in, like engaging with our narcissism. <laughs> is that what it is? I think it's like an adventure game we're playing. Like it's us on a tightrope. It is true. It's like when you were playing Hellblade and I watched you in the dark walk that tightrope. <laughs> and I wasn't doing anything. Yeah. But I felt like I was part of the experience. I think we all didn't breathe the entire time. I which I'm hoping true. you guys didn't breathe for four, four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you haven't breathed, you can breathe now. <gasps> <sighs> Great. And now we're here to talk about Angel uh-huh. on our show, <laughs> Doll Dark and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogie. I'm another one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. And this week, we're talking about two episodes, Supersymmetry and Spin the Bottle. Uh. Yeah, Kelly seems a little mad on these. Yeah, I'm a little mad on these. I mean, there were certain parts where I was like definitely shocked or engaged or yes. excited. Um, but I don't know. I, I uh, Maybe it's just knowing that later seasons of Angel are better or more interesting. Mm-hmm. And like right now, I'm not really that engaged or wait the next season because we're now in the second to last season of angel yeah we're in the fourth season um so yeah i think i'm just kind of like i know it gets better (laughs) so right now i'm just like let's get through this part yeah i think there's definitely good stuff in these episodes i mean you and i both had had trouble with slouching toward bethlehem so compared to that this is like decent television mm-hmm. um, but if i were flipping through tnt and had never seen an episode of angel before and i saw either of these i think i would be engaged and then never watch it again yeah i think i would be uh watching it mildly interested uh-huh. and then be like all right that was fine and then not continue and just move on with my life. yeah yeah so super symmetry opens with fred An- and gun in their bedroom oh no you're right sorry yeah it's angel uh Oh, right. It's Fred and Gun in their bedroom. It's Fred and Gun in their bedroom. And Fred is screaming because she's so excited that her article got published published. and she's going to do a... Oh, she doesn't know about the talk yet. No, but she's really excited because her article got published in a prestigious physics publication. And it's kind of the first... Since she's been back from Pylea, it's like the first academic achievement she's had. Mm -hmm. And honestly... Maybe the show didn't even know she was doing it because we have not. She's not talked about that at all. I don't know when or where she's working on this paper. <laughs> um, maybe she's that smart and she did it in like 45 minutes. She is super smart. And she's maybe she smart. was thinking about it like her not crazy part of her mind was thinking about it while she was in Pylea. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, she she publishes this paper or maybe she was working on it before she left. Before mm. she was taken. Maybe. She picked um, up where she left off. Yeah. All she had to do was uh, cite her resources. Yep. Done. <laughs> Press send. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's so excited and Gunn is so happy for her, even though he has no idea what she's talking about. Yeah. And he's like, I'll read it. And he starts to read it out loud to her, which weird. Why? Just sit quietly and read it. I mean, it wouldn't be as good television, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I think if someone's like, if I like got a short story published in the New Yorker. And oh, my like, God. What? <laughs> I'm just picturing someone being like, I'll read it. And then, and then reading, it out, reading it out loud. I would be, I, do, I think I would humor it for like, two seconds and then I'd be like I'd kiss him on the cheek yeah and then I'd be like I'm gonna go take a bath <laughs> I was, I hope you, it's a short story so by the time I get out of the bath you should be done <laughs> yeah like I, I don't really get why he reads it out loud but it does seem to turn her on so oh then, she loves it also I was so nervous about that short skirt I was I mean nervous so, are like kind of like good for you Amy Acker yeah she's got like a bod yeah she has got a bod but I was so like I well, hope she, there is double-sided tape or something. I mean, but like, you mean for the actress? Yes. Okay. Because like, it's okay if your cheeks show when you're fooling around with your boyfriend. Oh, yeah, sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining the, like, Yeah, I think that skirt was too process. short. 
like for the, having her have to like straddle the, what someone. what she had to do ended up pulling that skirt up to where it was almost like a cut of a panty yeah and i mean it took a lot of like really creative camera moving to like just avoid it every single time. So I thought it was trying to titillate us. It was titillating us, but uh, like avoid an FCC violation. Yes, but I I felt like it was it felt on purpose. Like oh, it we wouldn't were shock me if in the her. script it was like Fred's little short little up. butt oh shows. My gosh, this was written by Joss Whedon, so it Maybe. very well could say that. Um, but yeah, so we get to see Fred's little butt. Yeah, and she and Gunn seem very happy. Yeah, they're thrilled. If, like, even if we see that they are not on the same page with this physics thing, but you don't have to share all your interests. Exactly. And the fact that he is supportive and comes to the thing, like, I loved that for him. Like, that he, for both of them, that he, like, bothered to even try and read it, which was, like, so nice. Because, like, I think we've all, like, been with a partner who doesn't care about a thing that you're into. Sure. And you're just like, they don't even bother to try it. Like, yeah. They're just like, oh, that's just like a thing that you like. Yeah. Um, which is not great. But Right. He sees how happy it makes her, and that's enough for him. Exactly. And he's the supportive partner, and he comes to the thing, which I yeah. thought was And great. also, like, encourages everyone else to. Because he's like, we're all going to be there, right, guys? Like, I love that. Yeah, it's very sweet. Um, <laughs> and Lauren and Angel do not want to go. No. Lauren can't go, really. Yeah, well, he has a hole in his skull. Yeah. Um, which brings us to, oh, that was... I was that was also in the running as a scene to do because the scene of Angel just being horrible to Lauren. I know. Hey, Lauren, um, I'm gonna pretend to be nice to you so that I can see if you'll read quickly yep. again. Yep. Because so then after we do that, we cut to after we see like uh, Fred and Gunn like end their educational session <laughs> session with like a canoodling. <laughs> uh, we cut to Angel like falsely being nice to Lauren because he wants him to read Cordy. Yep. And then he hears a noise. Angel hears a noise, and he goes yeah. downstairs. And Connor is, like, getting together Cordy's stuff. Yes. Which is, I get it. But also, it's a weird thing since Cordy has no memories. Yeah, so why? So what did, and what did she say? Yeah. Finally, she some, was like, do you think I have some stuff over there, fine stuff that looks like it would be mine? Yeah. Or, like, I mean, I could, because remember, she was in that room before. Yeah, and she was, like, looking at the yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, like, maybe she was, like, there's this room, it has all my stuff in it. But, like, either... He should bring over all the stuff. Yeah. But the idea that he's that she's just trusting this 18-year-old boy who's, you know, barely a person to pick out that what was he weird. thinks will make her comfortable. Like, what? Just get all the stuff. Just Or like Cordelia set up a time, like, talk to Angel, be like, when are you not going to be there? Yeah. Sort of like the breakup thing. And like, yeah. so and so she can be alone with her stuff and like get the stuff she wants. But right. the idea of sending Connor, of course, what is he going to grab? He Pelts? has no idea. <laughs> Yeah, it's like ears. <laughs> and then so Angel like is like, oh, we'll bring her the. I hated this part when oh. when he's like, bring her the slippers because her feet get cold. And then Connor says, I know she keeps stealing the covers, and he walks away. You don't like it because it's like a weird gendered thing that girls always steal covers. I don't like it because I like want to throw up thinking about Cordy and Connor having a sexual relationship. It really grossed me out. You're into it? <laughs> I don't know. They were trying to sell him pretty hard because they, he had that slicked back hair and he was wearing. They a tank were top. selling him hard. Not <laughs> okay, and that not in that scene, but the later scene where he it, he does bring all the things to her, mm-hmm. and he's so sweet on her. He is. He keeps trying to hug her from behind. I know. It's like <laughs> he's so sweet on her, and I guess I 
I understand 100% why it's like not a good idea from her perspective and yeah. like all that. But I kind of like, it's cute to me. I don't have a problem with it, especially given how little he knows about things. Well, from his side, I don't think it's gross or creepy. Oh, okay. Because like him, he doesn't he he doesn't remember his life yeah, as a baby. She's, and she's just this hot. And she's like ridiculous. She's Charisma Carpenter. Yeah. Like, so he's back. He comes to Earth. Right. And he like sees this beautiful woman who like helped cleanse him from the from that horrible hell dimension who held her held him to her breast when yeah. he was upset. Like this woman is like, I get it from his side. I totally get it from his side. It grosses me out that like she, the show is doing it or that, that the show is doing yeah. it. And like she doesn't remember anything. I know that. Like, and that's I think why the show is like like successful in like trying to sell it yeah. to us, which is like, well, neither of them know yes. that like she's she was kind of like a mom to him. Right. But then and we let's just follow this thread because then he does kiss her. He does. Oh, and, the heat, and I feel so bad for him because yeah. he does his little kiss on her and you can tell he really likes her. And then she just like pulls back and is just like, mm-hmm. mm. I know that was a thing that happened. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and he I don't think he even I guess he knows enough to know that that's I don't not he's really. not good at subtlety. I feel so like, like she'd have to be like, we're not going to do that. again. And eventually he, she has to. Right. But like, it's such a tough. I feel bad for him for him. In this whole this whole episode, I feel bad for him yeah. because he he has no one. Yeah. The people. And again, and this is a week. This is like Fred and Gunn turn on him so fast, mm-hmm. which I mean, he did a messed up thing to his dad. I, I'm not saying he did it, but like they turned on him. So like they were his only sort of friends. Mm-hmm. They turned on him. His dad is like not really speaking to him, but he doesn't know if he wants, you know, he has a complicated relationship. With his dad. Yeah. This is the only person in the world he has. And he has such a crush on her. And she's just grossed out by him. Yeah. And another thing, too. So he's like, also, I don't like that he's like kind of in the same way that Fred was when she first came back Mm -hmm. from Pylea. He is emotionally like an infant. Like he does not really. Well, he's like emotionally infant, but his like. He also has like the sexuality of a young man. Right. So he's confused. Which also kind of makes it. It's kind of gross. Like it's it, kind of Lolita ish. Yeah, kind of exactly. Gross. Like if she did sleep with him, it would be like kind of gross too because he is like he needs like another, he needs a girl child. Like he's right. a man child, so he needs like a girl child. Right. And I <laughs> think so. Also, like I'm not sure how old he's supposed to be too, because that's another thing where it's like, is he supposed to be? I thought someone said 18 in these episodes. Okay. You know what? I think someone did say 18. Okay. So he's 18. Okay. Which, <laughs> but he looks more teenaged. Than any of the characters on Buffy did when they were in when they sure. were teens, sure, because they were all thirty five. But they're also trying to make Charisma Carpenter way older than sh- than her character. Like, yeah, they're trying to like undercut her age. I don't know when he comes out of the shower and his slick back yeah, hair. Yeah, slick back hair. I was kind of like, he looks kind of cute. He looks cute. It's just he looks so young and childlike to me, and I don't know. I'm not sure exactly why, but like that's the thing. Like I could see him with Dawn, yes. much quicker. Like that just like a girl Dawn's age much quicker than with Cordelia, who mm-hmm. is like a full grown woman who, yes, right. is dealing with memory things, whatever. Yes. And she I don't think she's ever sexualizing their relationship. I think she's confused about what's happening. Yes. And honestly, when we the boob grab even happened while she was asleep. Yeah, she the boob grab did happen. It happened while she was asleep, which and, is gross. But also like it's not like they 
I don't think they cuddle. As much as he's like, she steals, she steals the, the sheets. I don't think they cuddle. I think that she shares a bed with him because there's only one bed in that apartment. Yeah. If there were two beds in that apartment, she would sleep in the other one. Okay. Can we talk about when he brings her items back to the hovel? Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, I guess I'm a nester. I'm really like making this place my own. And she grabs like a little scarf. scarf. Did you never do that? A sheer scarf, a tiny sheer scarf and put it on a nightstand? You t- Okay. I absolutely did that. You did that? Yeah. Like, especially when I was in, I mean... Well, right now I have one on my vanity. Like I, yeah, like, I like small, so small that it's not going to drape down okay, off the sides. This one did drape down off the sides on it that thing. It looks so small. I don't think it did. I think it was like <laughs> a little handkerchief that just sat on the top. Well, that's, yeah, that is you a know, style. I guess that would help. It's like a doily. It's like a doily. It's like a doily. Yeah. I, there was a place, uh, a really cool, like the cool thrift store, like not the one everyone knew about. There was mm-hmm. like on the second floor of this building and had glitter steps and whatever mm-hmm. um, in college. Uh, I think it was called Lose. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, are you okay? Yes. <laughs> uh, but it was one of those places that, like, if no one, if you, if no one had taken you there, you would just think it's just a door and you mm-hmm. wouldn't open it up and go up the stairs. Um, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Got so many cute things there. But anyway, they had like a box of one dollar scarves, mm-hmm. and so I bought a bunch of scarves. And yeah, I totally in college, I was like scarf scarves on the on nightstand, this, scarf, scarf on there. That. Yeah, scarf underneath the tray. Scarf like it was everything had a scarf on it. I think so I might have just to it. missed that trend you know what i mean like i think as i was like a person that was decorating my own because when i was a teenager living at home yeah i didn't really have like much autonomy to decorate Mm. my room like it was just like whatever my mom bought it was like gonna be there and i think by the when i was in college and i must have just missed that yeah because yeah it was that i I was like what is happening it's also like a taste thing too like the People that I went to college, or like the people I lived with in college, when I, I mean, I also lived on my own, mm-hmm. and then I got to be all Ryan, mm-hmm. but we were all like very like homey, mm-hmm. you know, we had aprons, mm-hmm. we had like, you know, like it was yeah. not like, none of us were mid-century modern at all. At all. At all. Um, <laughs> there was definitely like, you know, like a bohemian, bohemian chic You know what? Thing I'm now too. thinking of uh, the same girl that had the Hulk. Yes. thing she was a very like hippie like boho chic yeah. type and i think she did that yeah it's that now that i'm thinking look. about that i'm like imagining going into katie's room and i'm sure that there was like a scarf on a nightstand yes whereas i would never have like clean white furniture and i don't mean clean like not dirty no, like like plain like, white plain. like that is was never yeah like mid-century some of the mid-century modern stuff is really cool mm-hmm. but like yeah, modern. I guess modern is the word mm-hmm. that I object to, or that d- it was never my style. Yeah, I think now my um, look. It, the, the now that we're talking about aesthetics, yes. um, I feel like my my couch is like kind of mid century modern. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm like, I I think because I was the last guy that I dated and I like was you know living with for a while he was very into like clean lines all that stuff and so I like suppressed my feelings of like things that I like and I think now I like um and I'm starting to do that more now um is like organized chaos yes in like like Victorian homes I'm like oh I want that yes oh my goo I so now I'm like starting to like acquire different Mm -hmm. things um I totally like I yeah I see that you see, you've seen that happen in my house. Yeah, like, I feel like seen I've seen the, that growth in your house. Yeah, my current thing, and my apartment also. Just I have two. I am a. I am definitely. I'm not a hoarder mm. yet. I have a lot of stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I think I have more stuff than almost any individual person. I You have a friend. lot of stuff. You have a lot of items. Yeah, I have a lot of items. Um, and you haven't even seen inside my closet. <laughs> even more <laughs> items in there. So, like, I, that is part, that inherently makes my aesthetic a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think mine is, like, uh, a cross between grandma's sewing room and mm-hmm. grandpa's office because there's mm-hmm. so many books and also so many like crafts like falling yeah. in on you all everywhere um but both of those are almost accidental because i just have that many books and that many mm-hmm. crafting shit but what i'm thinking about now and i don't know even how to pronounce it but i'm getting into <laughs> hygie whatever hygie h-y-g-g-e all right i'm gonna see if i can find an exact uh definition but it's a lot about like textures and comfort and coziness it's a Danish and Norwegian word that um, it's described oh, as a, Oh, huga, but it's spelled. It's yeah. spelled hygiene, but yeah, it's huga. It's a Danish and Norwegian word which can be described as a quality of coziness and comfortable con- con- conviviality that engenders a feeling of contentment and well-being. Oh, yeah. I'm looking this up now. Yeah. So that's kind of, I think, what I'm into right now. So it's like coziness, but. Um, yeah, I think that's what the thing. Oh, I like that a lot, actually. I'm looking at it now. I mean, I would have to get rid of a bunch of shit to really like embrace it in my home because mm-hmm. clutter is not necessarily cozy. Mm-hmm. But I like all my stuff. It's tough. Yeah. I really am bad at it. I'm bad at part of it is I have not moved for 10 years. Yeah. So I have not moving forces you yes. to get rid of stuff. So like no one like there's been no one making me. Part of it is the book problem. The book problem. Classic Armogi. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a I've it's a book problem. Um and I and I'm back. Because I went on a book fast for a little while. Mm-hmm. Then I was on a book diet. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like. You're back. It's No, you're aggressively back. I'm I know aggressive. about your Sweet Valley High. My Sweet Valley behavior. High, that a girl just gave me a book on Friday at work. Oh, no. I, She's enabling you. She Yeah, she bought two copies of the same book. And then it was it was a good book, but it was also really sad. It made me cry a bunch. Oh, man. It was, oh, shit. And now I'm going to forget the name. I think it's called um, The Girl I Used to Be. Oh, man, that sounds sad. Well, yeah, it's about this girl who is raped the winter of her freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. And then the book like is like freshman, sophomore, junior, yeah. senior year. It was good, but it is obviously depressing. And obviously like, mm, I would say depressing. Well, I mean, it's yeah. depressing. But not like, it didn't make you feel like the world is a horrible place. But it is like, you know, like she acts out and all these things happen. And she like, she really compartmentalizes. And so, so much of the book, you're just like, you want to be like, it's okay, like yeah oh. and then the end is very cathartic but also like painful yeah um so i've had to read that but i think huh. that one is not a forever book i oh, think good. i can pass that along yeah you world. can pass it along or you could um donate it to a library i could do that libraries don't want books though they don't they want you to buy their books from book sales for yep. 50 cents and then there you are <laughs> and then there you are again yeah i bought so many books at yes. library book sales i know i've uh, no, yeah. I'm not allowed. To, I know where they are, but I can't go. I know. So yeah, so I'm back on the book. I'm consuming too many. I mean, I'm consuming them. I'm not just like collecting, collecting, which is good. Except those Sweet Valley Highs. I don't even know when I'm going to read all of them because I don't even. Yeah, um, but that was such a steal. You can't. You can't beat yourself up over that. I know. But now I have like a row. We talked about this last week. But I have a row of Sweet Valley High. You do. So I also, almost feel like I need to decorate it. That would be cool. You know what would be really cool? If Look you could up. somehow, like, this would be an interesting project. Yeah, It would be one that would require, like, a lot of build. But, like, 
I'm imagining like somehow being able to display them behind glass as like a table of some kind. Ooh. I'm not sure if it's, I think the covers have to show, like not yeah. just the spines because they're such pretty covers. Yes. Um, or so, I don't know, like there could be. Hmm. Yeah. I mean that I've actually thought about that too. What if I did like almost a shadow box like you're yeah. and then did six and then I would change them out when I Yeah, you to. could switch them. And then that would be a nice way to like add a fun yeah. focal point. Um, I don't know. I'm not a person to talk to about like when people are like, oh, I'm like doing this thing too much. I don't want to do it because I'm just very like, ah, do whatever do you want. You, yeah. Do follow your truth. But I feel like you have purge phases. That's my oh. problem is I don't have, I don't have enough. Yes. My purge phases are brief and not deep enough. Like I will, <laughs> like I'll purge my, cl- like I just need to, I need a really good purge phase and I'm just not mm-hmm. in it right now. Yeah, I mean, I right now, so I think the thing that I'm moving towards design-wise mm-hmm. is I just want things that I like in my house. Great. Um, And so that's just like whatever. It, it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is a Victorian look or, oh, yes. this is like a mid-century modern look. It's like whatever I like, I want in my house. Yes. Um, But I do, there, there are times where I'm like, okay, there just isn't room for like this thing I want to do. Yes. Um, like right now I'm like, I want to build this gaming PC and I'm totally. like, so I need to set up a space in the cat's mm-hmm. room for streaming. Right. This means I'm going to have to go through and get rid of a lot of stuff. So a lot of times it's like, okay, well now this thing isn't going to work. So I need to change. Right. And then I'll like go through and I get a little too like, just toss this. I'll just whatever. Yeah. Unless it's a sentimental item, but like clothes, I can, I go through a lot. Like I'm just like, ah, yeah. I don't want this anymore. I think clothes are easier. Oh, totally. Than other things. And they take like, up so much room. Books are hard for me. Craft supplies are hard for me. Oh, me too. Because I'm like, what if I need it? There are times where I'm like, oh, I need this thing. And then I just go to my craft area and I have it. And I really yeah. like that. That's how I am for electronics, which we've been in times yeah. where we're like, we need this cable. And I'm like, oh, well, I have yeah, one. Just go to your attic. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know either. And part of it in my apartment to, and it's hard because I do want to move like within the next year. So I don't necessarily want to be spending too much investing too much in the decoration of this apartment Mm -hmm. but i have a lot of like trash (laughs) furniture (laughs) trash furniture i have like yeah yeah it's in i have trash furniture in my bathroom i have trash furniture in yeah every every room and those are things that you would just you would be like these cannot continue with me to the new place or, well, maybe, but I didn't choose. I guess I'm saying I didn't pick them. Yeah. So you, like you found them. Not yeah. So I have like an ottoman that is fine. I yeah. mean, it's I get why the people who threw it away threw it away. It's like old. If I had the money <laughs> to get a fresh one, I'd get a fresh one. But, like I have this ottoman that's fine. I have like there's stuff that I like. Okay. But like, you know, the thing I have my coffee table on that like big yeah. blue. Ch- like, I don't know that I like that. I don't think I would have purchased. I don't think I would have spent money. I see on what you're it. saying like it works, but you're not. Yeah. Like, especially attached to it yes yeah um whereas like i have like a student desk i bought i really like that yeah like there are things that there are things that i like but there's so many like i have that uh the thing that i keep looking at when i'm like will i move this (laughs) is i have and you've seen it but the listeners probably haven't unless they're one of the few people who've been my house hi guys or if they're creeps creeps (laughs) (laughs) it is i think it is if i'm standing front i think it's like Six foot tall and ten foot wide bulletin board. I have it oh, right now sitting behind yes. my desk. Yes, yes, yes. It is very big. It's huge. I think someone was using it for sales because it used to have like maps of Southern California yeah. on it with drawings. So 
it's a huge bulletin board. Yeah. Currently, I just, uh, one night, it was by the dumpster. I took it upstairs to my apartment. I put it up behind my, like, I use it to put stuff on. Yeah. But, like, do I need to move that to a new house? It's not going to fit in my car. It is too big. It's huge. It's too big. Don't move it. But, like, what, it works, instead though. Instead, I'm going to buy problem. bulletin boards. These are, the, these are the dangers of my life. So, yeah. So, like, that's one piece that I'm, like, I like it. I never would have bought it. That's insane. It's it an works, insane though. piece. It is pretty crazy. It's, it's big. I don't think I've ever seen a bulletin board bigger. No, and I, I went to school. Yeah, and I don't think no. And that's not. That's too big for a classroom. It's too big. I don't think you get it. That's like a it. lecture hall bulletin board. <laughs> it is. Oh my god! It's insane. Um, and it has like pieces. Like there's some things up there that matter to me. But like, am I really the girl who needs like encouraging sayings and tickets up on a bolt? Is that really my? Is that really me? I don't know. I don't. I think you need to like go in the woods and like think about it and then come back <sighs> and then be refreshed and be like, all right, what, what continues to all bring right. you I think Kelly's done with this conversation if she's telling me to go to the woods. Oh, go to the beach then. I forgot. You're more of a beach person. <laughs> I'm a beach person. Okay. I'll be so miserable in the woods. Okay. Like, <gasps> okay. Go to the ocean and swim around. Okay. And here's then... the deal. What if in a couple, like what if I, for my birthday went to Mexico <laughs> and just like went in to and rented like a beach house. When you just, return, like, uh-huh. think about that again. Yeah. Think, think about right. your I- items because then you will feel fresh mm-hmm. and different. Yep. And all of that trash furniture can go right back to the trash. Someone else can take it. So, I mean, someone else might use it. Someone else might be looking right now. Here's the other thing. Okay. I also have a dream in my mind of using that bulletin board. I've used it before to like plot a novel. Mm-hmm. So it was very useful for that. Or a serial killer board. Yes. Right. My hands are in a little prayer. <laughs> like, like, yes. Okay. So let's say my next apartment is very big. Mm-hmm. And it's a, the living room. There's a wall that needs like an art piece. And the art piece I do is like a serial killer board. That's awesome. How fun would that be? That's a really fun project. I really like that. And that bulletin board is like perfect because you don't have to stick any pins in the wall. Mm-hmm. It's perfect size for a serial killer board. Especially if you do like a silly thing like who ate the gingerbread man. Yeah. That's not a great <laughs> example. But you know what I'm saying? Yes. I think here's the thing too. Okay. And this is this is my method of like how do I deal with like things that I'm like, but what if in the future yeah. this thing happens? Um, you aren't only going to have ever have just one idea. And yeah. if your dr- if your dream is that strong, you will find a way to make it work. You know what You're I right. mean? It's not like, oh, if I don't have that bulletin board, I can't make my serial killer art piece. <laughs> you can still make a serial killer <laughs> art piece. I will help you do that. We can go. Um, I can take a dump in a Hobby Lobby. Um, we can, yeah, you do like do I that. I do like to do that. Um, all right, you're right. I don't need this for that. I think maybe I'm going to go home right now and just, th- I know this is not what, what? you recommended. I just want to throw everything away. Not what? everything. Oh my God. This books is are very staying. different. Books, uh, books I, are staying. I would never ask you to throw away My books. chairs, as you say, you you think I need more chairs in my apartment. I totally get it because there's not enough seating. <laughs> there's so much seating <laughs> in your apartment. There's so much seating. There's a lot of seating. <laughs> I Considering think... I am a person who lives alone yeah. and it's a studio. I make sure so many people have a place to sit. You, you make sure that if you happen to just fall over in your house, you <laughs> fall on like a seating. <laughs> um, yeah. You know what I was thinking though? I want what? And this is like this is probably several apartments, maybe even a house away. Mm-hmm. I want a three sixty degree couch like they have at the center of Angel Investigation. Oh my god! Isn't what it amazing? The fuck? Okay, so it's awesome, but like what? Like, 
I guess I, I'm <laughs> thinking open floor plan. Okay. Half of it faces. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense then. Um, yeah. Cordy has made his place look a lot better. It does look a lot better. Yes. So good for her. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best I can say about what's happening with them. Um, I wrote something about Lila and then I wrote me too. Nice. Oh, her monochrome outfit. Yeah. I wrote her. I loved her top. Yep. I loved her whole look. Whole she look looked amazing. Though I will say, did you read? Oh, and I meant to look it up to show you. It was this Tumblr thing where it was like, this is me and this is the girl, the girls who text you or something. No. Um, I guess since no one else is going to see it when I do this, I can just describe it. So it was like two pictures and one was like me and then the girls. I think it might be the girls you tell me not to worry about. But mm-hmm. it was like it was essentially dragging the girls on the right. Mm-hmm. So girl on the left is like beautiful, like brushed out curls. Mm-hmm. Girl on the right has like the tight spiral curls and she hasn't brushed them out. Mm-hmm. And then, so it was like poster and Tumblr. I got a ton of likes by girls. And then a bunch of dudes were replying to it be like, I do not understand. What is the difference between these two pictures? <laughs> they both look fine. What is happening? Like no boys got it at all. Oh my God. And Lila's hair reminded me of the girl on the right. Because those curls are not brushed out. No, she didn't that even is not run modern. her fingers through no, no, no. it. That is like... I mean, it's appropriate for the times. Sure. But like modern, it looks like you didn't finish doing your hair. And we see also um, this kind of look reoccur, Mm -hmm. um, which is, and this is different. This is a different look than a natural curl. Yes. Because a natural curl has like body and bounce to it and looks natural. Right. Then you have someone has painstakingly curled sections, not even with their fingers. Nope. Through. Each section looks like maybe it's gelled. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I guess it's hairsprayed. That's it's hairsprayed. There's not really any movement. It doesn't look natural. No. So like that look, but that look comes like it every once in a while comes back. Yes. Because remember like the LC sausage curls look? Yes. That was like uh, curls away from your face. Yeah. All like in lines. Yeah. Not brushed out. Brushed out. That was a look. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're not in that look right now. Her hair did look shiny though. Oh, it looked, it looked very and healthy and it shiny. It just brought me of that meme so much. No, yeah. And I then just... also how delightful that boys just don't understand. <laughs> and then it's like, do you really think like it reminds me that girls are not doing their hair for boys? No, <laughs> the hair do it for themselves and for other girls. Yeah, or the only like, people who will appreciate it. Yeah, it, ugh. yeah. Um, but we get uh. So we get her in her beautiful silky top, matching pants, mm-hmm. her <laughs> hair that's three quarters of the way done. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the thing too, right? Where I actually kind of felt a little bit bad for Lila. Oh, totally. Um, because she like buys him this gift and she's starting to fall for him. Yeah. And he is starting to pull away from her. Yep. Because he sees this article because of course he's still keeping tabs on Fred. Yeah. He, no one will ever replace Fred in his mind. Well, especially because he never got to be with her. So. No, so she's an idea. She's an idea. She's not a person. I mean, she's also a person, but like he, th- her, their relationship is an idea. And so how can an idea ever? Yeah. A real life is never going to measure up to your fantasy. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, I think he really was, I think, because I think he was more into it last week and then she tricked him. Yes. So I think that he, because remember, he's the one calling in a relationship and they were being yeah. all cute and stuff and cuddly. Yeah. And I think that she, I don't blame her. She thought she was playing by the rules they had set. Mm-hmm. 
But I think she also, I think she could have tied him down. Yeah. If she had it. Well, also, though, I mean, he, even though he called it a relationship, he still like wasn't trusting her. And Mm -hmm. we know that she knew that, like what we talked about last week, where she was basically kind of showing her cards to him, where she Mm -hmm. was like, if I thought you would have trusted me, I never would have done this to you, which like shows that she wants him to trust her. Totally. But the thing is, she works for Wolfram and Hart. And like, Mm -hmm. and I think she's slowly changing. And it was really sad to see her face when she like sees the article open on his desk, which also Wesley just close. I know you'd like are playing like you don't care about her feelings, but like yeah. clean your house, close the book. Like when she, when she's you, before here. you open the door. Yes. You don't know who's coming to the door. What if it's like a demon that wants to kill something close to you? So anyway, he leaves it open. <laughs> she sees it and she's like, nah, shit. Yeah. This cute little mouse I mean, girl. Yeah. I mean, what he gives her, what she gives him is really nice. It's so nice. And, and it, it comes costs so in a much black money. Box that's nice. It came in like a nice, yeah, in a, in a box as classy as her outfit. Yeah, it was. She showed up being like super classy. Yeah, and too bad he's in love with a dopey scientist. She's not dopey. She's naive. I don't yeah. know. She's like there's something that differentiates her from Lila. And I'm trying to think of the way to say it. Like not. I don't know. Well, like where I see like Lila being like sharp and uh-huh. like, um, like very much a woman. Yes. There is something girlish about Fred, for sure. Yes, where it's like, she's not cookies to steal from a different show. No. I feel like she's not. She's baked. She needs she, to bake a little. She needs to bake a little. Um, good thing we've got a whole another season and a half to watch her bake. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then, <laughs> so Gunn is being a very good boyfriend, but he's also completely out of his depth. Then we go to the event. Right before we go to the event. Oh. Oh, maybe this is at the event. Do you mean when she's speaking or when they're like in the lobby? When they're in the lobby. Okay, yeah. We have stuff to talk about oh, in the lobby. Wait, hold on. Maybe I missed it. She introduced Gunn and Angel as her friends. Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that wasn't good. Here's the thing that, because we haven't gotten to, at the heart of this episode is a big turn that, holy shit, yeah, I actually affects, screamed. Yeah, that affects a lot. So Fred loves Gunn. Mm-hmm. Fred eats up all his support. She mm-hmm. enjoys, she loves him. She thinks he's great. She thinks he's a cuddly bear. She, mm-hmm. all of these things. But does she see him? I don't think she sees him. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she calls him a friend. She's, and she lumps him in with Angel, which like Angel is, does not care about anything that's going on there. He, and here's another thing. When Angel's like, I'm going to go find us some seats. Yep. If I were gone, I would be like, I'm going to go with you. I would not stand there. Yeah, I thought about that. Because, like, if right after, so first of all, it's this place where you, this is not your plan. Okay, field. but would you, like, do the thing of, like, I'll go with you, and then you grab Fred, and you, like, lay a big old kiss on her, like. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would do, because I That's think That's a would very TV move. It's a very TV move. <laughs> I don't know that people in real life do that. Because, like, here's the thing. Oh, you know what? People do. People but do, do I, that. But you can get away with making such a face at them. You just go. Yeah, no. Like, and then you're, like, to your finger, like, uh. Are you okay? Yeah, no. This guy's like very weird about you. Yeah, no, I because I have seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Both like uh like happen to any kind of couple. Oh, both, yeah, yeah. Both This is not a gendered thing that no. happens. So anybody It's a weird possession mark that's also like because okay. And I guess for it's me It's marking territory. I am I don't want to say hundred percent because that because like some one ex- instance will pop up. But I will say ninety-nine percent of the time. I whoever I am talking to, if they're in a relationship, I am not trying to hook up with them. Yeah. At all. Like at all. At all. I'm not a threat to your relationship. 
probably not interested in it. Mm-hmm. Unless like we're really good friends. Mm-hmm. I care like to the extent that you're happy. Sure. But like I probably do not give a fuck. Yeah. So what are you, who yeah. are you proving? Are you proving something to them? Because like deal with that on your own time. If you're trying proving something to me, the your relationship proves it to me. Fine. And also like here's another thing too. Where it's like you're being disrespectful to my friend. Where it's like you're not even, you're. You don't you're, trust them. You don't trust them. And you're like doing this act upon them to communicate something to me. Like they're being a method of communication, not yes. a person. If you have a problem with me, talk to me. If you have a problem with like how they are with me, well, then talk to them. But they're yeah, like, I don't know. You don't I think need... if you have a problem with me and it's in relationship to your relationship. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. I just mean in general. Oh, yeah. If you have a problem with me in general, let's talk about it. But if you feel like I'm a threat to your relationship, that is a problem in your relationship. That's yeah. not a problem with Maybe me. Maybe look inside. I mean, some people are. I, I'm not saying nobody is trying to break up relationships because those there people, are people that, that love breaking up relationships. There <laughs> but are people I was that like, love that. But none of them host this podcast. And so in my personal experience. Yeah. I guarantee you that if you feel like your boyfriend is paying me too much attention, that's a problem in your relationship, not a problem with my yeah, behavior. Yeah, sorry. Look inside. Look, would, at, look at each other. Yeah, look at each deal other. Deal with that there because look, he... Sit on opposite sides of those like trick mirrors that like you can <laughs> change the dimming settings and yes. then find a like the perfect mix of both you and your partner <laughs> and then say, what's wrong here? What's wrong? <laughs> deal with it. You'd be like, because I know Ryan is not trying to steal you away. Honestly, I'm not trying to steal anybody. I don't want I don't anybody. Need that. Like, I don't, I don't need that. I'm not trying to take your boyfriend. I'm not trying to do that. I don't want a part of that drama. I don't no. need that. There there are plenty, like, there are plenty of fish in the sea. There's plenty of fish who are free and fancy. Yeah, fancy free. And it's offensive to me. Yeah. On, it's, like, offensive. It's annoying. It's kind of pathetic. So I guess, like, really, though, mostly it's pathetic. It is pathetic because here's the thing. With barring, like, this is going to sound whatever, but yeah. whatever, regardless of either your or my feelings mm-hmm. on the matter, we may pose a risk to your relationship, but that's not my problem. Nope. That's your problem. What is that thing? You can't steal something that isn't available to steal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't steal something that's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. And I'm very much against the, like, other woman uh like context um what's the word like that that idea of blaming like no like we're sisters it's like no dude like we don't know each other and your relationship is your business yeah and so if your relationship falls apart that's the the two of you made an agreement i was not in that agreement now i'm not another woman don't start (laughs) i swear i'm not going around fucking your boyfriend i'm just saying that if i were fucking your boyfriend yeah that would be a problem like between you and your boyfriend Oh, absolutely. It's not between you and me. Because here's the thing. Who's the one stepping out? I mean, unless I guess I was fucking Kelly's boyfriend. Because <laughs> that would be a problem between me and Kelly. That would be. That would be. Because first Cause off, we do have that agreement. We do have that agreement. And I would like worry for you guys' relationship because like two INTJs cannot oh, work. It that would be horrible. not work. I it think would it would horrible. last maybe two seconds. <laughs> you guys would just be like, you know what? I just can't. I can't do this. <laughs> It's not going to work. So you know what? I wish you well. We would spend a lot of time planning. (laughs) My whole bullet journal would be like. (laughs) You know, like a full like Excel spreadsheet. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it would be a Google Doc. So we could both. No, you're both contributing. Simultaneously. uh, Oh, my God. There would be so much like if you're both on it, it'd be like immediate deleting of what the other person does. And then like you being like, actually, I put everything into like a table. It's like much easier on the eye. And then him being like, actually, I prefer like reading left to right. So I'm doing it in like a line. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it would just never get off the ground. Uh, um, 
That being said, we ain't trying to steal your boyfriend. No one is. You know what? We are not trying to steal your boyfriend. And so don't make me watch you play these little games. Here's the thing. I don't need you like beating your chest and showing me that you're the alpha person in a room. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not interested. Here's the thing, though, too, that's true about Mm. it. Because even when you said that, I'm like, yeah, because the truth is. I'm the alpha. Yeah, that's true. Was I, that's, I'm like, you <laughs> know what? Why, it's just sad it's watching sad you that try. That because like, especially because I don't, not like, I'm not a person who's like, if I wanted your boyfriend, I could have your boyfriend. But I, I'm the kind of person like, I, I don't want your, I'm not here because I want your boyfriend. Yeah, I'm here because I want to be. Also yeah. like, okay, so you're making a big fuss and I'm just not bothered. Guess what status is? Caring oh, more. Boy. Sorry. <laughs> 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 we just came off as monsters but guess what who's the real monster here the professor brought it back I to angel i forgot i in my memory i mean i guess i knew but like i wasn't really remembering hard i thought it was the ta for a second the, she's a pretty like interesting red herring yeah she's a good red herring i do i i almost prefer her as the bad guy because he doesn't really make sense why doesn't he kill them before he puts them in the other dimension? Why doesn't he just kill them? Why is he using... Well, because, like, a body is hard to clean. That's true. So... Okay, sure. So why doesn't he just, like, break their necks and push them into a dimension? I don't know. That was a pretty clean way to handle it. It's clean. There's no blood. And you just push them. And they fall. Maybe he's not very strong. That's possible. And, and maybe he he's afraid also, of a physical altercation. I think he also is, like, uh, got that thing of when you discover... When you use power. Yeah. Like, the magic thing. Like, I think it's gone to his head that he can open portals. So yes, he, it makes him every time he does it, he gets to feel like a bigger man. And since he's like a physics guy, yeah, this is like a physics thing. So he's like, oh, I'm better at physics than you see. I can like put you in a portal. Right. Which is like, no, you're if you were really better again, that's the thing. Yeah. It's like if you actually were dominant, you would not care. You it's wouldn't only, care. It's only second place that is clawing. Yeah. Like top dog. Top dog don't care. Goes, is like, what? Is there a fight happening? Oh, weird. Do you want to figure that out before we talk? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that. It seems like a you problem. <laughs> it's honestly, yeah. And so, and that was the thing. So it, I guess we find out that he has systematically been taking out people that are a threat to his academic prowess. And he right. was the one who originally sent Fred, Fred to, Pylea. to Pylea. Yes. It was kind of like suspenseful when he texted her that like. That was cool. That was cool. I liked that. Was that was cool. And it was like a use of modern technology that didn't feel stupid and hokey. No, it like felt yeah. kind of like a like a hor- like a slasher film. Almost. Yeah, it was like because <gasps> you, you, you wouldn't expect it, and you would like, of course, and you you don't you look at a text, and it totally like because that was it like everything made sense with that, right? Yeah. Like she was in his office to like talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, write down your number. I don't want to lose your information yeah. for six years again." And he leaves, and she's like, what's this book doing here? Uh-oh. Yep. Portals. Boom. She puts it back and is, like, so flustered she has to leave immediately. Yes. So he has her number. And so, like, all that was, like, made was sense. Mm-hmm. It was great. I liked that. It's a pretty tight episode. I also, it had had time to do, like, silly things. Like, we have the, like, uh, low-rate Justin Long character mm-hmm. who works at the comic book shop. Oh, who, yeah. Like, I love the idea that Angel is a character on... Usenet or whatever. I on the chat on the chatting boards on, on, on the chatty on the chatty rooms. Uh-huh. He, I thought that was very cute. That Angel felt like kind of ooh, they're talking about me. Yeah. Um, I didn't really need the dark horse call out. Call out. Were they already doing the work on it? Is that why? Like Maybe. they were already so trying to plant the seed. Dark horse. Dark horse. Dark horse. Oh no! I thought it was like they are. They already were selling Buffy and Angel so, comics. Yeah. So it was like a product placement. 
That's what I think it was. I don't know. I don't. I mean, no, you work in it, so you don't <laughs> mind. <laughs> uh, there's we these episodes. This show is so clean that yeah. if it wants to do like it's like the way I don't really. I mean, again, I work in integration, so I I obviously don't mind it. But like I I don't mind when ABC sitcoms go to Disneyland or Disney World. Yeah, you I know don't what I mean. Like either. if if you have a natural relationship financially, like. Sure, make the yeah. two like why not? Like it's it yeah. feels silly not to. Like if they're going to be in a comic book store, they shouldn't be talking. I mean, they talk about Marvel. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. It's not like he makes a Hellboy refer- reference or something. Yeah. Also, like I think that the, it did make sense that he would say that in there too. Yeah. So that like it bothers me when product placement is too clunky in the script. Yeah. When it's like they're on their like it's I'm thinking of like a police procedural where yes. they're on their way to like go find a body and then they spend like a good forty five seconds talking about all the features of the car yeah. they're in, which I'm like, that could be done a little bit sm- more smoothly. Yeah. Um, but I get it. Like you want to get your money's worth. Well, and it's hard. <laughs> Let's just talk product placement. <laughs> I think in shows, pro- police procedurals, especially there are very few scenes that are appropriate for products. Whereas yes. sitcoms, it's all over the place. Cause especially if you're in your house, yeah, anything that you would do in your house, it like, because people do keep products in their house. And sometimes they talk about them. Yeah. You know what true. I mean? Like, it's not yeah. crazy. Whereas, yeah, if there are two cops on the way to a crime scene. You can't have it at the crime scene. Yeah, they can't be at the crime scene. They can't be at the medical office. They can't be when in they the meet morgue. the suspects. Like, <laughs> there's, like, one. There's, like, a very few places. Yeah. Um, Like, their office after, if it's law and order, it's, like, in their office when mm-hmm. they're talking about the case. And then in the car. Yeah, in the car. Everything else is, like, about murder or yeah. about bad guys. Yeah. Um. Or crying widows. Which yeah. Which you can't. You just like. I mean, have you seen my <laughs> Would you whirlpool? like a coffee? <laughs> um. Have you seen my whirlpool? <laughs> oh, you could put a body in it. Oh, perfect. It's it's a family size. <laughs> for for alive people can fit. <laughs> yes. Um. I did think it was fun that Angel has a mind palace. Yep. <laughs> which this predates Sherlock. So this is yeah. not copying Sherlock. Yeah. It was cool. Uh. And I also liked how. Gunn was like, you do that? And he's like, I do this week. I know. <laughs> he's like, don't worry about it. Sometimes I will. Sometimes I won't. <laughs> we'll see if we like this, depending on how the audience reacts. <laughs> um, but I did like that. And it was like kind of fun cutting. So that was like yes. kind of cool. That, that, that I like clever editing. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to say, just in case people don't think that I don't know my TV. <laughs> I don't think they think that. I think they're worried that I don't have knowledge of how TV works. I know that second right, rate. Justin Long is the big brother for Mike Carly. I know. Oh, I did not that. That is probably his most famous role, not sort of looking like a taller Justin Long. I'm aware of With this. like lighter hair. A little bit and lighter tanner hair. tanner skin. Tanner skin. I get all of this. I know he's for Mike Carly. I just wanted to make sure that you guys knew that I knew. We can all move on now. I know that the last two minutes have been really hard for you. <laughs> I know Losing faith like, in Is me. she going to say I don't know. It? If you got this far, you got through talking about what's in my apartment and then talking about how we're not trying to steal your boyfriends but we could but we could and we might but, and if we do it's not like <laughs> it's just us being natural <laughs> we are the worst um <sighs> i wrote down a quote that i was like oh my gosh this so aligns with the kai cole stuff mm-hmm. which is after fred finds out yeah. that he was the one who sent her to pylea yes and she's like he's gonna die yep and Gunn says, Fred, you idolized him, but don't let him be defining what you are now. Which I was like, ah! 
<laughs> I know you didn't mean that this would be relevant like 10 years yeah. later. <laughs> Here like it in is. 15 years. Um, yes. And I think it's so they immediately like, and it's not uncommon for Fred to immediately flip and want to murder people because that's no. how she turned on Connor. Like we've seen her. She's got rage. And for something that was so intense for her. Sure, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, we get like this is on track for her. Yeah, character. So, Gunn and Angel are like, "Hey, you're very close to this. We're probably not going to commit murder because that's not really what we do. So why don't you go drink some hot cocoa, lay down, lay down, be a nice little girl, and the two of us will figure it out." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Okay." She's like, "Okay, lies, 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 yes, lies, yes, lies," yes. and then she goes to see Wesley. I know, and Wesley cannot help but comment. Like, so, of course, Wesley's like, sure, I'll help you do anything you want to yeah, do. Yeah, of course. And he's like, you know, it is going to change you, but, like, I don't care. I'll do whatever you want. Um, And then, of course, in the car, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, I just think it's, like, kind of weird that, like, Wesley's, like, not here. Or that See, Gunn Wesley here. is trying to steal your girl. Wesley's trying. Wesley's actively trying Gunn to steal your should, girl. Gunn should, like, kiss Fred in front of Wesley. Really <laughs> <hard>. <laughs> and that, oh, my God. So, Wesley's like, I'm just so shocked that Gunn's not here. Like, I, I mean, like, I would do anything I for you. I would support it's you. Like, like, it's weird. Like, you think that, like, the person who loves you would support you. I mean, in this case, one of the people who loves you is supporting you, but, like, don't Yeah, like, it. maybe, like, right, the thing you're looking for is, like, right in front of you. Anyway, um, I'll help you turn dark. We're going to go uh, kill this dude now. Yes. And uh, meanwhile, oh, and then uh, Fred says a thing, the thing that I love about Gunn the most is that he doesn't have it in him. Yes, which is such a weird thing to say, considering he killed his own sister. Yeah. He was, that's what, I mean, he didn't kill humans on the reg, Mm -hmm. but like, he was a street tough Mm -hmm. who killed a bunch of vampires. He, yeah, killing is absolutely in his forte. I guess it's like killing a human he would never do, but. Never, do we even know that's true? I don't think we know that's true. I think she's seen like a, like, you know, a different side of gun because yeah. he's all mushy, mushy, sweet, he's sweet. Mushy, with mushy, her. feed, food, food. Oh, food. food, food, food. That being said, it does like looking back at the episode. It seems like a pretty obvious like alley oop. Like we're like, yeah. oh, okay, you're setting this up. Yeah. Well, that's what she believes of him, but I think that she's built an idea of him that, or the person that she was trying to make him into, in her mind, because he is very sweet with her. He is absolutely, but like he. He's not he's not from small town Texas. He's not. He's from the city. Yeah. And he's seen things and lived through things and dealt with things that she doesn't know. So this idea, I, I don't know. When she said that, I don't feel like it rings true to reality, but it rings true to how she's like, it makes sense. She would say that. Yeah. But because I, I don't know how much of like his past that she even knows about. Mm-hmm. Because I don't I'm think... sure he tells her. I'm sure he doesn't tell her. Oh, no. I'm sure that they are very, like, in the present type of couple. Mm-hmm. Not well, he like... wouldn't want her to know those things. No. Like, does... I bet she doesn't even know that he killed his sister. Oh, my God. Maybe not. I mean, she was a vamp. I, I keep saying it as if he... Yeah, she sister. was a vampire. She was a vampire. But, like, it's still... That's... That's a test. For sure. Of her? Of Fred? No, of him. Like, that's, like, a really... Te- like, that's a trial for you to have to yes. go through to, like, kill... Absolutely. Especially because she's saying their memories and mm-hmm. and like, can anyone really know Gun without knowing that happened? That's such a defining part of his origin story. I know, but like, how much? That's another question that this yeah. show doesn't really get into a lot. But like, can you love someone now if you don't know their past? I don't know. I think 
I don't know, because people can change mm-hmm. and be formed. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. We'll just uh, keep that Get, in mind. Let's sleep on that. Sleep on that one. Um, But yeah, so they go to the professor's office. Yeah. And she immediately is like, well, first it's Angel and the professor. And the professor's like, and he like summons a (laughs) demon and runs away. So Angel's busy fighting this demon, which has a head that keeps growing back. Which is fun. So that's fun. Angel's busy. Yeah. Angel's busy. And that is a nice counterpoint to what we end up with. And (laughs) Fred goes in by herself and Wesley stays in the car, which is insane. That's so weird. What's he it's doing? It's so weird. Why wouldn't he want to go in? I mean, I could see how he would let her think he was, but the fact that he actually lets yes. her go in by herself is like... He's not like peeking through the windows yeah. or anything. Because it's not like she's necessarily going to call him as soon as she gets home. He's Maybe just supposed he to wonder if she's alive. I think he is honestly like, I'm going to prove that I really believe in in Fred. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> trying to steal your girl. He is trying to steal your girl. So she goes in with this like big ass book and she's like, I'm going to read from it mm-hmm. and like makes a por- portal. Yes. And the professor's like about to fall in. Yes. Gun busts in. And is like, don't do this. This will change you forever. Mm-hmm. You don't want to become this person. Yeah. And she's like, I have to. You don't know what it was like. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. And um, and they're yelling at each other and things are getting sucked in. The professor is, or doctor or whatever, he's holding Gun's ankle and trying to pull a gun into the Yeah. Thing. Gun ends up pulling him back out and you think, oh, okay, he's going to save him. He snaps his neck and shoves his dead body yeah i literally was like (gasps) like i was so fucking shocked like i totally forgot that like this happened yeah it's a big thing in their relationship huge it's huge because that's the thing right like we we now like we so aggressive like we are so aggressively told two things one that Fred really didn't realize what it would take to kill someone. Yeah. Because you see on her face like, oh, he's dead. Yep. And now I've seen my partner kill someone yep. for me. That is something I'm going to have to deal with. This is very difficult. Yes. And from his perspective, he was trying to save her from having to deal with becoming a killer. Mm-hmm. But it, who it immediately like severs something between them. Yes. Like there's like a loss of innocence in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's also the thought, too, of, like, he's not, like, we see how both Wesley and Gunn are treating her. Yeah. Where it's, like, Wesley's, like, I trust you to do whatever it is you have to do. And Gunn is, like, actively preventing her from doing something she's wanting to do from a maybe rightfully but paternalistic sense. Sure. So I think she also is, like, now seeing this and it's, like, this whole, like, their relationship now, like, was in such a pristine place and is now Mm -hmm. so sullied. But it's also, like... Now they've been challenged and now yeah. it's late. So like how strong was it before? Exactly. And like will is it will we find out that it was strong? Are they going to go from there? We don't know. It's hard because we ha- we have to deal with spin the bottle the episode. I didn't like that episode. It felt like a lot of lost opportunity. Okay, so we did the whole scene from the beginning where cuz the end of I feel like sim- super symmetry ends really strong because Cordelia like she kisses Connor. And she's like, ooh, that was gross. Yeah. And she, later she tells Connor, like, by the way, like, this isn't going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I remember I have pictures of you being a baby. Like, this is not right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bro. I got to bounce. And he is just like, I'm confused. I have hormones and I don't know what to do. She's she's like, it's okay. You'll meet a prostitute. <laughs> and she leaves. She leaves. Th- Wait, does he already meet the prostitute? When does the prostitute No, the prostitute's the, opening, or the opening scene of his. His opening scene. Okay. 
in so, the next episode. Okay, so she goes to uh, the hotel and she's like, hey, Angel, can we talk? He's like, yeah, of course. I'm in love with you. And then she's like, oh, by the way, were we in love? Mm-hmm. To black. Yeah. And, and open and he can't answer because he's a wimp. Yeah. Well, and he he's right. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. He knows he loves he her. He knows he was in love with her. And he knows that she wanted to talk to him on the bluffs in Malibu, which, as he says, is like a pretty romantic place to not say I love you. And like kind of a dangerous place to like serve someone with a restraining order. Also, you don't serve someone with a restraining order. You have someone else serve yeah, someone with a restraining order. Right. Otherwise, they're then, immediately violating it. Yes. <laughs> um, also, like I, the thing I didn't like about this was like it's true. Angel doesn't know if they were in love. He knows that he loved her. Yes. Then it's like he sa- basically says that. And yes. she's like, well, maybe I was trying to get rid of you, blah, blah, blah. And he so then it's it's it kind of smacks of like, what's a guy to do? Can't women can't live with him. Yeah. Can't live without him. I think there's a little bit. But, but also from her perspective, like if I, OK, I have no memory. And this guy yeah. who I know is my boss, mm-hmm. who has been like very weird and cagey about things. Yeah. Then it's like, and then I'm like, wait, maybe we we're in love. And I'm like, hey, were we in love? And he's like, well, I was in love with you. I don't know how you felt. I, yeah. Like, and like, you know that he has this weird history of like keeping things from you. Yeah. I feel like it, I don't know that I would make jokes or say to him, maybe, maybe I was going to serve you through Shane. Like, I feel like that I would, especially if I thought that this guy was a creep, I'd probably yeah. keep it to myself and like maybe tell other people. I might go to like Gunn or Fred and be like, hey, so... Was is Angel a creep? <laughs> yeah. Although I think they're trying to like soften the blow with what we then like because we do see such an aggressive turn um in Cordy's behavior to 16-year-old Cordy or whatever. Yeah. Um that like cause she has experienced so much change. Yeah. Some of it we haven't even seen in this show because yes. it was in Buffy. So I think that what smacked of old Cordy to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, they're like putting one of our toes in the water. Yes. And it is like if you strip away all the things she knows. That might be the way she interacts with people. Yeah, maybe. And um, it, I don't know. But I felt like she was being so playful. Like if she legit thought that she had a restraining order against this guy, she wouldn't. That's she's being very. She's being cavalier. <laughs> she's being pretty cavalier about it. So I think she knew like she at least put up with him being in love with her. If not, was yeah. not with him back. Um. So we don't really get an answer to that. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, because I was I only watched this later, like waiting a week between were we in love? And what happens the next week? And then it's just I would lose my like, mind. And he's just like, hmm, uh, I, I don't, I don't know what to say. Uh, um, I guess I was. Yeah. And I think that this episode, the thing that I did like about this episode was the like very noiry feel of it. Like we, okay. I like when we go back to because I honestly, I liked Lauren narrating and singing. I I liked that only. Because I liked I, it. I hated the end. Oh, because this is when it gets a little bit too winky. Yeah. And it's like, I know, I'm doing something you don't like. Too bad. That's the way, the best, that's how you hook them. You're hooked. I didn't like that because it was smug. Well, and that the, he was in an empty room. The whole time. The show legitimately tricked us because the show Had gave us talking. noise of people. Here's, so I just, I felt like that was, fu- if we're not going to, he should either be in a literal empty room, like his hotel room mm-hmm. or like broken down Caritas. Yeah. But do not put him in a fancy ass room that he was yeah. imagining people in and imagining sounds. Like it just felt so cheap. It also, like, makes me think, like, okay, well, we should be, like, exploring, like, Lauren kind of losing it. Because, like, (laughs) that's an interesting story. Like, I feel bad for Lauren. He's not able to perform anymore. He, like, it sucks. Yeah. Like, he should be in his bathrobe, like, maybe even in the bathroom, like, on the toilet. So here's my... Not 
going to the bathroom. I'm sorry if it's no. Like he's like it. sitting on the clothes. Yes. Toilet. Sorry. Um. I here's my maybe I'm a fan. Cracked it because okay, it doesn't go straight from him ending the story to look at the audience. It's empty. It's like he is still drinking. So maybe he like stayed so, until okay, everybody so left. Said, so he said, sorry, everyone, bad ending. And then he sat there with the spotlight on him, <laughs> finished his drink, the, and then walked out the yeah. door. He, this was a one man operation. Left. He like was doing the lights. So he set oh them up God. and then did the everything. And then he left. Okay. Without I turning like any of the lights way off. better than what is implied by the show. Because the show oh, yeah, implies he rented a theater. Yeah. To tell a story to no people. And I think maybe is this one of those things where it's like kind of David Lynchy, where it's like maybe he wasn't there. Like it's one of those like sure, very. I would be down with that if the show did that kind of thing. This That's show the thing. this would be the first. This, yeah, thing that <laughs> it'd be they like, did. oh, <laughs> we're uh, Twin Peaks ish. Yeah. Um. Whereas, like, yeah, for Twin Peaks, you don't have to get. I didn't finish second season yet, but uh, me neither. Or second reboot, or whatever. The, uh, the third season, but like whatever. when people were complaining about not answers, I'm like, it's Twin Peaks. You're not gonna get. It. It's okay to not get answers. But that's the thing you but go in knowing that. Yeah. Whereas Angel, we probably should get answers. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the Lauren is framing device. <sighs> I like him, so it was fun to have more. That's of him. I think why I liked it. <laughs> I wish that this. What I feel like is the story he's telling is less fun than him. So and and the story, the idea that you're going to take all of these characters and send them back to their teenage years mentally and have them interact. Awesome. Mm-hmm. There's so much like comedic and interesting potential there. Yes. And, and I, we know what the show can do with something like that. Yes. Tabula Rasa was really fun totally. in Buffy. But it doesn't. It's not that fun. It's not fun. And maybe it's because of the demon thing. Maybe we find out vampires are real too early in it. Maybe. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, the idea of, like, what the interactions between teen Cordelia and teen Fred should have been fun. Yeah. And I don't know why this show can't sell this as well. Because I was thinking, also, where, like, everything is really fucking heavy. Um, Yeah, this should be a fun diversion show episode. So, like, and this is just like Tabula Rasa comes off of the heels of Willow and Tara breaking up. Yeah. And... The whole time, you know that some like something really fucked up is what caused Tabula yeah. Rasa. Here, it's even like even sillier. It's like, oh, so this bad bad thing happened. The team will not mm-hmm. be the same. Um, someone just messed up the spell, and now yeah. everyone's in their sixteen year old selves. Yeah. So I was hoping for like a fun romp, a little yep. distraction, while we like then have to go back to what everything was. And also, I didn't need the like we're on all we're all on drugs ayahuasca. That was so stupid. Why do that? It was Why? so Why? stupid. All it had to be was like someone. Uh, there's so. It was so dumb. It was not fun. Again, I feel like maybe they were trying for fun. It it wasn't. I I wanted the episode to be more fun, and it just wasn't. Like if you pitched the episode to me, I'd be like, oh yeah, I want to yeah. see it. Especially like, especially Wesley's been dark West. Bring him back, and he's like nerdy head boy yeah. West. I'm in. Like Gun being like so tough all the time. Yeah. And like, the I physical want comedy club. too. It yeah. should be the Breakfast Club. It wasn't, though. but it wasn't the Breakfast Club. Why wasn't it? I don't know. Maybe I feel like they spent a lot of time hunting demons. Like they didn't spend a lot of time just interacting. Yes, and the pacing was weird too. Yeah, because it was like it would be really slow and then really fast and then really slow. And mm-hmm. and I don't know that we needed Connor at all. Cut him. Cut him. Like it was because what were the two scenes we have? Connor. 
getting solicited by a prostitute who then asked him for money, which is funny. Yeah. And then him being like, oh, I saved you. And her being like, yeah, you got to pay to ride. Okay, Bye. But he fir- she first says, you saved me. You want to fuck? And then he's like, yeah. And she's like, okay, do you have money? See, this is a woman that knows how to make money. Yeah. She's, no, she's she's playing she's the great. game. She's great. But like, you can't like, I almost feel she's teaching him toxic masculinity yeah, or whatever. Absolutely. She's teaching him like shitty behavior. Because no, you don't you don't win her for saving her. Well, she's no, she's teaching him. She's teaching him. It's not that way. Because she's like, do you have money to pay for it? And he's like, no. And she's like, then no, you don't get it. Sorry. I think he's just confused at the end. Well, he he's not smart enough to learn the lesson like he should be because he is recently an earthling. He's recently an earthling. And honestly, I mean, he's 18. But like, who knows what his like, his uh like adolescence, like growing that part mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Because as we said, he probably made out with some demons. Yeah. Because he's a good kisser. But like, mm-hmm. he doesn't know. No. And this is like, so so we get that like little seed planted, right? That yeah. he like desperately wants sexual uh-huh. things to happen. Of course. It doesn't happen for him. And no. he's just like, I am just one big hormone. And then <laughs> he comes back and when we see him, he responds to Cordy's scream. Yes. Like instantly. So he's like right outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, beats up Angel a little bit. And then she's like. And he has kind of fun. That, okay. That scene is the closest to fun to me. Is when I liked that scene. Yeah, when Angel doesn't know who Connor is and they're talking about bad dads and yeah, fighting. Like, I liked that. I, I enjoyed that scene. And you can also see Connor kind of learning that Angel like is a person yes. and like had parents mm-hmm. and like was kind of fucked up by his parents. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I guess I'm not the only person who's Ooh. fucked up by my parents. It's like you idiot, everyone's fucked up by their parents. Um, not me. My parents are perfect. Okay, great. Hi, Drew. Um, <laughs> no, she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> they fucked me up. <laughs> but um, so I I liked that yeah. scene. I thought that was fun. You know what? I think not having Lorne really yeah was a detriment to, to this episode. But they so okay. It's hard because Fred Gunn and. I don't know. I don't know how to rewrite this episode and make it fun because Fred Gunn and Cordy don't know about demons. So seeing Lauren was going to freak them out no matter what. But Gunn, no, Gunn knows of demons, but not like not enough to be like, I know that that's a demon. Or he knew that was a demon, but not what kind. Yes. He knows about, but he doesn't know that they can be good or anything. And Wesley. And so maybe it would be just having them all together the whole episode. Yeah. So like they're still hunting or they're still like think they're fighting demon or whatever. But keeping them together, I don't know. It just felt, I don't know. The episode didn't hit in the way I I feel like it had potential that it squandered. Yeah, because that's the thing where we're like, oh, this will be so interesting to see like the, the other sides of these characters and see them interact yeah. with each other. We didn't get to see a ton of them interacting with each other. Yeah, Because it was mostly, well, Cordy having the hots for Angel. I mean, her saying hello, salty goodness was fun. That was fun. And, and a nice callback. They didn't admit that it, they didn't say that it was a callback, right? No. But that was she fun just for says us. It. Yeah. it was fun for us. Because um, we know that's the thing she said the first time she ever saw mm-hmm. him. And I, I really didn't like that we have a zoom in of her grabbing her own boobs and saying, I guess I've filled out a little more. I really, I really, because Cordelia wouldn't say that. No. Cordelia wouldn't do that. Cordelia wouldn't no. say that. 16 year old Cordelia would not fucking do that it was gross like i was just like yeah i think 
I think she would have been I think she would have been really disappointed in what she was wearing. Yeah, I think Honestly. she might have been too. And that's not an attack on what adult Cordy wears, but just like the way young Cordy was. Oh, yeah. Because she was preppy girl. She was so preppy girl. Like, I feel like she would have looked at him and been like, what? Am I a hippie? Yeah. What am I wearing? What is this? What is this? Uh, what is this print? Well, also that too, right? Because it's like ostensibly six, seven years have gone by. So fashion's changed. Right. And so like, you'd be like, what? is this what am i yes. wearing um and especially like things that you thought looked good in high school versus yeah. like age difference too where you're like this is great i mean six years ago or when i was 16 i oh my god it was so long ago but when i was 16 i would if i flash into this outfit i would be mostly okay except i wouldn't understand why i was wearing skinny jeans uh, i would be like i'd be like what i was like did someone cut off the flare part of my pants Yes, I would. If I looked down at my outfit, first of all, I'd be like Birkenstocks. Ew. I'd be like, what the <laughs> fuck are on my feet? And yeah. then I'd be okay because I'm wearing a spaghetti strap yes. cami, which was very cool then. Yeah. Oh, 100%. This jacket I would be concerned about. Yeah, you would take it off. Uh, and then I'm wearing leggings. So I think I would have been like, why are these not flare? Yeah. Because back then that was like, if you were wearing a cloth pant. Yes. It was well, any kind of pant. It was flare. Pants were all flare. Flare, flare, flare. flare. So I would have been like, ew. They're yeah. so tight around the ankles. Disgusting. Like, they, I would, like, imagine that they hurt. Yeah. Even though they don't. Yeah. I'd be like, ugh. I have, my ankles are suffocating. Yeah. And then, oh, my hair, I would have been horrified by. What was your hair like? Very, very long. Okay. And um, uh, my hair gets, like, pretty, it's weird, pretty blonde. Oh, okay. When it's, like, long. So I would be like, it's dark. Yeah. Uh, just, like, the ends get blonde. Um, And then also... At that time, I'm trying to decide if I was a middle part person or an aggressive to the side part oh. person. I can't remember. Aggressive to the side. Yeah. So I would have been like, ew, my part is too close to the middle. That's funny. Disgusting. And also my makeup, I would have been mad about too. Yeah. I think I would have. I mean, I've filled out too. So yeah. So I I would be. It, would I'm you also grab wearing... your boobs, push them together and say, I guess I've filled out a little bit. No, but I would notice in the bathroom. Sure. Okay. I'd be like, huh. I also would notice I'm not wearing a sports bra because I used to wear a sports bra like almost all the time because <laughs> I, w I didn't like I played a lot of sports and I didn't like the idea of having to go to practice or whatever and having to bring a second bra. It yeah. seemed like such a hassle, even though obviously I was bringing other clothes. Yeah. I wasn't only wearing sports clothes, but I would be like, oh, I have to pack a bra. So I and bras are like not compact. So I get yeah. it. So sports bras, whatever. They, it it would have been fine. But yeah, so I would be like, what? This has wire in it. What am I doing? See, for me, opposite. I was obsessed with extremely padded bras. Yeah. Because I had like no boobs. Still yeah. don't really have them. But like now I'm fine with it. And I yeah. just, I would have been like horrified that I'm wearing like a bralette right now. Yeah. I would have been like, oh no, there's something wrong. All the times that I spent in a, no, just, let's just talk boobs. Uh -huh. um, all the time I spent in a sports bra also like gave me unrealistic expectations for how much boobs bounce. Yep. So, and I didn't get over that until m much later in life. No, yeah. I mean, I don't mean like in the last six months, but like I just from wearing a sports bra from when I started developing mm -hmm. until uh, end of high school, like I just assumed that like your boobs should never move. <laughs> but that's not true. No. If you're, there's no regular bra that gives you that because mm -mm. it's an unreasonable expectation. Yeah. Yeah. There is movement there. And well, any kind of running around is painful. Uh-huh. Sorry. <laughs> Kelly's getting flashbacks of pain. Yes, I am. Um, so yeah, so I would 
I am currently wearing a Harley Davidson t-shirt with a skull on it or tanked up with a skull on yeah. it, which is not, was not my style, but I think I would be like, oh, I must have gotten it free. Yeah. <laughs> I'd yeah. be fine with that. It would be the pants would be my biggest. The pants. It's always the pants. It would be the pants for sure. Yeah. So I think I, I'm just surprised she doesn't say anything about her clothes. Yeah. Um, I also like it is interesting that nobody calls out sooner when people say that they're in high school and you yeah, look around looks so much older. Yeah, like so much older. Yeah. Like Wesley looks especially Cordelia, because she is not a person who cares about feelings. So I'm surprised she, she doesn't said. just say like, uh, what kind of high school you've been hold, held back seven years? Cause yeah. you you look like you've been, like you look like Grizzly Adams. I don't know. Yeah. Something shitty. Yeah. And then they have uh, Angel, who has lost his Irish accent, because I think they are like, we cannot oh, but it, do it. They were also making fun of oh, absolutely. David Boreanaz, right? Absolutely. Which I loved. I loved that. And it I loved so when good. he's like no, saying it. No, it's good. Yeah. And then he's like in the corner and he's like, yeah. British man, are. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, this episode really could have been much more fun and it wasn't. It wasn't. Oh, and also before they get changed, mm-hmm. in the pre-times, fucking gun is talking to Wes and he's like figuring out that Wes helped Fed and all this stuff. And he goes, whatever, what happened to you, man? To Wesley. I know. And Wesley answers honestly. Yeah. Duh. 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 Like, what do you mean? You mean your friend whose throat was slit and all of you guys stopped talking to him? Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened to him. What He has had like no friends and been recovering from a life-threatening injury. Yeah. I mean, that's what happened to him. That's what happened to him. Are you seriously saying this to him right now? And you guys used to be friends. Like, you guys used to be, like, family. They used to be friends. I think the fact that Gunn started dating Fred was always going to cause problems between yeah. them. Yeah. So, would they have still been close? Who knows? But in between, his throat was slit! Yeah. His throat was slit. And, and then you guys all abandoned him and stopped talking to him. It's, like, the way they treat him is bullshit. Like, and I know that you and I have always been Wesley apologists yeah. when it comes to that, but, like... He did the best with what he knew. It's shocking that they are refusing to see it that way. I mean, I wish, we've talked about this, I wish he had gone even just to Lorne and been like, let me sing for you. Yeah. This is what the, I have reason to believe. Because Lorne also is not, especially back then, he kept a lot of his prophecies to himself. Mm -hmm. Like he, he, you know what? He might be the most like trustworthy. Yeah. In that way of the crew. Um. Oh, my God. That knife boner joke. I could have done without all of them. I could have done without most of that stuff. And, like, because, like, are we supposed to think, is that, yeah, it's just, it's not, I guess they were trying to make it fun, but that's, like, not cute, I guess. Like, I don't. Was it more of the times? I feel like I would have laughed at that in high school. Yeah. Maybe I would have, too. I don't know. It's also, like. There was a part that I did laugh. Okay. Where Gunn is like, I have my own crew. Like, I don't need you guys. Yeah. And uh, uh, Wes is like, well, I'm sure that your seafaring adventures are fun. But like, like the fact that he like automatically thinks that a crew is like a yeah, ship. It just so shows funny. like what a dweeb he is. Yeah. He's such a dweeb. I did like seeing dweeb Wesley. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It just felt, you know what it felt like? It felt like no one's hearts were into it. Yeah. You know, like the actors like didn't it like it certainly didn't feel like Charisma Carpenter was I don't know. Like it, she was having fun. 
Yeah, it didn't seem like she was having fun. When when we see her in Buffy, it seems like she's having tons of fun. Yeah. And it just feels like, because there's so, and especially with the way this episode ends, there's just so much weird writing happening with her yeah. character that like, I don't know, as an actor, if that were my role, I would be like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you writing yeah. me like this? This is so weird. Um, So I don't know. It was, it just seemed like people weren't committing with like, enthusiasm yes i agree and then we solve it pretty quick yeah what's well, crazy i because so i fell asleep during this episode mm-hmm. too and i had to rewatch it um and i was noticing that they don't get s- turned into 16 year olds until like 23 minutes into the episode what a waste of time and then everything has to resolve and there has to be like the then we have to have the post yeah yeah so i was like what no wonder this feels so weird. Yeah. It should have been the whole episode. Because they could have gotten into it way faster. Because all it had to... I mean, I get why they did... The scene that we did in four minutes, they could have done in two minutes. And then cut to everybody there. They need a... And then Wes... Why did Wes... He just showed up? I can't remember why he's there. Why is he why there? Why is he there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's very clear that... Do they just need another person? Oh, because he has to come for the spell. Right, but how does he know to come? Uh, Lauren asks him to come, I think. Lauren invites him. Yeah. So Lauren needs six people. And okay, I so think it's just the needs... six people that she knows or something. Okay. So, so they, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he comes. They, I feel like they could have gone, especially if Lauren's telling the story. Boom, yeah. bada, boom, bada, boom. Get we, them there yeah. by first act break. And then we can do more with them as teens. We okay. don't need the ayahuasca scene. Just so skip to. Unless that's going to be the episode. If the episode is them all high. Then that's what it is. Then that's what it is. I mean, I don't know. I think that's less interesting than them all as reverted teenagers. Yeah, me too. Um, but again, I like things like the break. Like I love teen. I love that genre. So it if the show wanted to play with that genre, I would be into it. Um, but that's not where we end. No, we end with the gang. Well, very sad. Very sad. Music. Um, and then, uh, Lorne is like, "Hey, you know what? I can get you back your memory." <laughs> yeah. Boom. Boom. Done. Done. Cordelia now has her memory. They each eat like a little. Yeah, mud, a little mud, and then they all have the memory, including Cordelia. So Cordelia is back. Mm-hmm. She knows everything. She knows everything. She knows more than we think. Yeah, and she's in the hallway with Angel, and she knows perhaps why she came down from where. Well, she we was. don't know that, right? We just—I mean, we don't know what she knows, but we, we know, know that she knows, she knows m- m- more than what everybody else knows. I think we don't know that until the second time we see that scene. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So, she tells him, we were in love. And she says it in past tense. Yeah. And then, and then Lauren's like, one more time. And you could see what Cordelia saw in that scene. Mm-hmm. Which is fucking stupid. What a waste of time. It was like, because Joss Whedon is usually very effective. And, like, he plays with story really interestingly. Like, will do things that, like, are surprising and interesting. That was, like, the most, that was a, such a first draft solution to that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it was so clunky. And yeah. the flash is we see the face of a demon, which by the way, between the two shows, we've fought hundreds of demons that look like that. It that doesn't is not look that any scarier. scarier. Yeah. He's red. And, and most his eyes are yellow. Yeah. Okay. So we haven't seen a ton of red ones, <laughs> but like that there. And I don't know if they're trying to like keep, I don't know what, it just felt so clunky and ineffective. And yeah. if that is, the thing that you're trying to tell us, why do you have to tell us right now? How much more effective would it be if it just ended with we were in love and she leaves? 
And we don't know why. I'm sure that there was a note that's like, she is so unlikable right now. Like, it does not make sense why she would do this. Like, we need to at least see something. They're like, okay, we'll do a flash of like a makeup face. It was just, I was not compelled. Like, to me, like, literally it ended and I was just like, okay. Like, I think, honestly, if it had just been Lauren being like, Cordelia, no, Cordelia, like, just Lauren telling me that Cordelia knows more than she's saying is more interesting to me than Cordelia getting a flash of a red demon. Yeah. Like I said, we've fought hundreds of demons. Like, I don't, Yeah, there's nothing that, there's nothing different looking about this one. Yeah. Or maybe if she had heard something at the same time, like a word, something, Mm -hmm. doom, anything, something. Yeah. Where it's like a memory, right? A memory. So, or just something, right? Like there's prophecies all the time, right? Maybe like the last half of a sentence of a prophecy. Or. And that is how the world will end. And maybe they didn't want this. I mean, it could have just been like a scene, the end of the movie, the way we were. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh Uh-uh. They like they whatever they were together. It didn't work out. Then they break up. Then they see each other, um, and he's dating someone else, and I think she's single, but whatever. And they just have a moment, and she like pushes his hair back from his face, mm-hmm. and they say like say goodbye. That's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I could have gone with that. Her just like looking at him in her like great, and like she brushes his whatever. He has no hair, but on his yeah. face. But like she, she could just crush his, his face. cheek, and she said we were in love. Yeah, and then she goes. That's yeah. so much more compelling than let's see it again from Cordelia's perspective. And then just that image. Who cares? And she could even say something like, I'm sorry. Something to I'm like sorry. lessen the blow. A hundred percent. Then great. Then like we were in love. Peace. Which yeah. is kind of what she does. And again, maybe it was Charisma Carpenter didn't feel like the work was up to her. Like, I don't know. Maybe it was a performance thing. I just feel like there that like all the power of her saying that is taken away by Lauren's like one more time yeah I don't know I I hope that it pays off that's like the thing that I can say about this episode you hope it pays off yeah I hope it pays off um because actually I don't really I, I remember like the things that happened but I don't remember like in what order or like specifically when yes and I do think we're moving toward things like things are moving forward I don't and I don't hate the idea of Angel and Cordelia as, you know, they can't they can't get it to they can't be on the same page at the same time. Because mm-hmm. that's very Angel of them. Yes. Angel is a tragic romantic figure. He, sure. He's he's incapable of being happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm fine with that. But the show, you especially in a Joss Whedon penned episode, that moment should have made me cry. And yeah, not make me go. I was like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was ready to be sad about it. And then yeah. If she and even if she just said, I remember everything. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then maybe we were in love. I'm sorry. And then leaves. But instead it's like, see the image, then her being like, I have to be by myself. I'm sorry. Blah, blah, yeah, blah. well, the being by myself is all that. So yeah. If it was just like her being like, by the way, yeah, I'm honoring mm-hmm. that we had this moment that we could have had. We it's, were in love, but I remember everything. But n- yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I think the power of saying of starting the episode with like, we're were we in love? Are we? In, she says, "Were we in love?" Mm-hmm. And and her, and her, then her finishing, finishing with, "We were in love." Yeah, I agree. I think there's something like that is very sad. The show fumbled it in terms of it didn't make me cry. It coulda. I it care really about these people. Could've. I do care about them, but not right now. 
Um, so <laughs> things might turn around. Uh, <laughs> if you want to listen to a show that we're enjoying more than we expected to it to enjoy yeah you can listen to us talk about season seven of buffy next week we're doing episodes five and six selfless and him and then if you uh want to stick with us through this angel season four train <laughs> it's gonna turn around I, we feel it chugga 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 yeah uh we're gonna woo, be woo. talking about apocalypse nowish and habeas corpus in two corpses weeks. is it corpses that's i wrote what corpus. we have in our thing well i mean i understand why you said corpus because <laughs> i wrote it the down term. i was just you're like i'm not gonna wrong. take that you're like i'm not gonna take that pun <laughs> I do not approve of your pun and I shall ignore it. Uh, um, that's very unbrand for me. Um, yeah, it is. So yeah, so do we have any like parting thoughts? I feel like we we did a little meandering. We did do a little meandering. If you want to follow our podcast on the internet, it is at Hellmouthy. If you want to follow me at Kelly Nuji, Ryan at Armogi. Uh, overall, um, I guess I'm just ready to continue the journey in Angel and excited to continue the journey in Buffy. I'm so glad that Connor meets his soulmate in the next episode and just has like a healthy romantic and sexual relationship with that person. And it turns into like a teen drama because that's all I really want for my television shows. And then there's like a jump to like when they're at parents and then it's like, oh, like he and that soulmate. Oh my God. Angel is a grandpa. Yeah. It's my best. Grandpa Angel. Grandpa Angel.